want to protect your business? The time is near. You've given it heart. Now, get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. I'm Richard Gearhart, founder of Gearhart Law, a full-service intellectual property law firm specializing in patents, trademarks, and copyrights. And I'm Elizabeth Gearhart, not an attorney, but I work at Gearhart Law doing the marketing and I have my own startups. Welcome to Passage to Profit, everyone. The road to entrepreneurship where we talk with startups, small businesses, and discuss the intellectual property that helps them flourish. Dave Albin, thanks for being here. And as we all know already, you're a firewalk instructor. The first thing anybody asks is, how did you get into the firewalking business? Well, I went to my first Tony Robbins seminar in 1995. Seven years prior to that, I had joined Alcoholics Anonymous. So on June 8th of 88, I woke up that morning and it was, I've hit threshold. I was done. I'm out. I can't live like this anymore. I was in a tremendous amount of physical and emotional pain. And so my first thought was, well, I can end this by putting a bullet in my head. Well, thank goodness I was married to a woman who had three kids who were my stepkids. And as I'm contemplating that, I'm like, you know what? You can't do that, man. Because yeah, you may have solved your problem, or at least you think you have by putting a bullet in your head, but you're going to kill those three kids and you can't do that. So figure out another way, pal. And so the next thought I had was call Alcoholics Anonymous. When I was getting sober, I had insomnia and I was up late at night all the time. And I'm up late one night and there he is, Mr. Enthusiasm himself in 1988, a young Tony Robbins selling personal power. It's a 30-day program. And though I didn't really like Tony, he was pretty pompous and he's all motivated and I wasn't. But he said two things that got me. First thing he said was, we'll do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure. Well, heck, that's why I was drinking a drug, chasing some kind of pleasure and trying to avoid pain. So that made sense to me. And then he, what really got me though, is he said, the way we make decisions, we make them out of inspiration or desperation. And I was pretty desperate. So I bought his program. I did what the man told me to do and it worked. So one of my buddies in AA, I loaned the program to seven years later in 1995, he calls me on the phone and said, Hey, did you know Tony Robbins is coming to town? I said, I had no clue. And he said, are you available on such and such a date? You're going with me. You got me into this. You got to go with me. So I agreed. At the very end, he's getting ready to hang up. And he goes, oh, wait, by the way, I, I left out the best part. We're going to be doing a firewalk. I don't know what that means. I don't know what firewalk means. I have no references for that. But my brain's going, no, we're not doing any of that. But I'm not saying this to Dan. I don't want him to think I'm a coward, right? Yeah, sure, Dan. Great. All right, firewalk. Yes, see you then. Well, the big day comes. We get to the event. Tony takes the stage at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Next thing I know, it's after midnight. I've been in a room for 10 hours along with 3,500 other people. And all of a sudden, Tony goes, take your shoes off. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I I know, I see where you're going with that. feet you're going to be smelling, right? <laughs> but yeah, I was like, no, you're not tricking me into that. Well, here's the dilemma. I'm sitting in a room with 3,500 people. Guess what they're doing? They're taking their shoes off. Um, so now I've got to take mine off, right? Or otherwise, everybody's going to go, hey, look at the guy walking out there with his shoes on. Well, it gets worse because when he gets everybody going out there, he gets everybody to start clapping and chanting. So now everybody's walking out, 3,500 people going, yes. And I'm walking out there going, no, I ain't doing it. Well, it gets worse because when you get outside into this giant parking lot where they facilitate the firewalk, he's got African drummers, right? So now it's dun, 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 dun. It's a dog and pony show like anything you've ever seen. Well, Tony Robbins knows this is one of the most life-changing paradigm shift experiences on earth. 
And he also knows there's a bunch of cowards just like me that are going to go hide in the back. So what's he do? He trains people to come find you. I'm back there minding my own business thinking I got it all figured out. Here comes this guy. Bottom line is front of the line. And with the help of one of Tony's people, he got me across. And it was one of the most life-changing experiences that I've ever gone through. And so the next thing I know, I'm at a Tony Robbins seminar as a volunteer. They put me on the fire building team. They offered me a position to work on the fire team. I took over all of Tony's firewalks in 03. We can do them in hotels, out in parking lots. I have a lot of people come to my house privately, celebrities and so on. In 05, we set the world record in London, 12,300 people. 2014, Google called me and said, are you the Dave Albin that does the firewalk for Tony Robbins? Yes, I am. We'd like to hire you. That's when Firewalk Productions was born, 2014. From there, NASA, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Chick-fil-A, Microsoft, Heineken, they all started hiring me to come in and create this paradigm shift experience. Don't try this at home, kids. We Don't try this at home, home, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with more firewalking information and advice with Dave Albin, Passage to Profit with Richard Elizabeth Gerhardt. And we'll be back after this commercial. I'm Richard Gerhardt, founder of Gerhardt Law. We specialize in patents, trademarks, and copyrights. You can find out more at learnmoreabouttrademarks.com. We love working with entrepreneurs and helping their businesses grow. And here is our client, Ricky, to tell it like it is. Hi, I'm Ricky Frango, founder and CEO of Prime6. We manufacture high-performing, clean, and sustainable fuels like charcoal and logs. We've been working with Gearheart Law since the beginning, really, and they've helped us figure out the trademarks, the patents, everything that has to do with product development and how to protect our inventions. And we're extremely grateful for the wonderful team that has been supporting our business since day one. Thank you, Ricky. To learn more about trademarks, go to learnmoreabouttrademarks.com and download our free Entrepreneur's Guide to Trademarks or book a free consultation with me to discuss your patent and trademark needs. That's learnmoreabouttrademarks.com for your free booklet about trademarks and a free consultation. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest, Dave Albin. Dave is unlike any guest we've ever had on the show before. What I want to ask Dave now is, as an entrepreneur, are there similarities to other businesses or are there things about this that are really different that makes it kind of hard to have a business like this? Because we're all about entrepreneurs and solving their problems here, right? It's really a combination of both. The reason I, w I started Firewalk Productions is I was driving down the road in 2014 and Google called and they said, hey, are you the Dave Albin that does a Firewalk for Tony Robbins? Yeah, we'd like to talk to you about hiring you. They wanted to do the Firewalk in the middle of the day. And I said, no, absolutely not. I've got to be able to see those coals at night. It's a safety issue. We won't do it. Tell you what we could do. We could do a glass walk. They're like, a glass walk? You can walk it on broken glass? Yeah, absolutely. And they go, ooh, tell us about that. That's how I ended up going to Google. That's how I went to Mountain View. I, we did two. We did two glass walks for, for Google. In fact, it was one of the executives that was there that was going through the graduation. She's the one who told me, hey, you should probably think about starting your own business because there's a huge marketplace for paradigm shift experiences. And you're the guy. Yeah, no kidding. But what are your biggest challenges? Obviously, safety, right? That's probably yeah. your number one. I had a client one time that flew me out. They wanted to talk to me before they hired me. And I got out there in the boardroom and, you know, the CEO said, hey, we got Dave Alvin here. We want to firewalk 350 of our sales and marketing people. Who's got any questions? Well, the corporate attorney was sitting right there. And he goes, I got a question. How many of our people are going to get burned? <laughs> it's a fair question. And I said, well, to, to properly answer that, let me ask you something. 
How many of you have ever taken your family to the beach or to a pool or to a lake and got them sunburned? They all raised their hands. Well, that's a hundred times more dangerous than any firewalk you're ever going to do with me. And as soon as I said that, the CEO spoke right up. And without even blinking an eye, he turned to the CFO who was sitting right there and he said, look, if this guy's good enough for Tony Robbins, if he's good enough for Google, he's good enough for us. Booking. So probably your biggest challenge is perception. Absolutely. 100%. Because they think somebody's going to get hurt because it sounds so dangerous. I've walked a half a million people in my career. Has anyone ever been to the hospital? Nope. The worst case scenario is you get a little blister on the bottom of your foot and you put a little Sensodyne on it or a little Neosporin in a day or two days, it's gone. That's right. the worst case scenario. In right. fact, that's why I tell people to go watch the Oprah Firewalk because Tony literally says to her, because Oprah's losing it, man. She is not real thrilled about this firewalk. She's scared to death. It's like most people are. And Tony turns to her and he said, look, Oprah, what's the worst that could happen? Burn your feet off and die? Come on. I'm not going to let you get hurt. And that's the moment. And that's all she needed was that a little bit of encouragement, which is interesting because that's kind of a metaphor for life. Wrestling is an entrepreneur. We need a little bit of encouragement. And a lot of times that doesn't come from our family. And so that's why it's such an extraordinary experience because when you get to the other side, you know, that's what happened to me. I was like, I walked on calls, you know, that were a thousand degrees. I didn't burn myself. And so now when I was in that celebration and down there with 3,500 people, we were all, you know, it was like, okay, where's the bus? Let's go climb Mount Everest. What's next? I have show notes here, and it looks like your kids did the firewalk. Is that true? My daughter was six. My son was nine. So what did they get out of it? And if you talk to them today, you know exactly. It's empowering, and that's the beautiful thing. I love doing kids. You know, when uh, we were at a Tony event in New York, Tony knew that my kids were going to walk that night. We walked all the participants, probably 6,000 of them, and then they were over in the shadows, and as soon as he was ready, Tony, you know, waved him over. Here comes my daughter, six years old, completely fearless. You know, Tony took her by the hand. I took her by the hand. We walked her. My son stepped up. He was nine. Tony looked at him and said, I love you and I I love your daddy. Go. My son took off. Now, they had spent about an hour or so with one of Tony's trainers to get him ready for that. But, uh, yeah, I've walked hundreds and hundreds of kids. And it's one of the most powering things you can do for a child. They'll remember it forever. So I got to follow up with this. So if you have adults that are hesitant or afraid to do it. Yeah. Hey, my nine-year-old did it. (laughs) Well, and that's that's really interesting. I do a lot of events for EO, the entrepreneur organization. And so they ask me all the time, can we bring our family? Can we bring our kids? Absolutely. And so all the adults... Uh, we did uh, Philadelphia here last year at EO, and uh, one of the very first families to walk was the person who I was my contact for EO, and her son walked, and I think he was probably 11, 10 or 11, and all the adults were like, oh, great. The 11-year-old doesn't, so now I got to do it. Now, right? So can you tell something about somebody based on the speed at which they walk through the fire pit? The slow walkers, do they have a certain personality versus the speedy ones? Nope. Some people get there, and I teach a couple different ways. I'm like, look, you can do this like the Cherokee Indians did it. You just put your hands in the air, and you look up, you believe, you trust, and you walk at a normal pace. Or you can go uh, MMA style. You know, you scream yes three times really intensely. Throw your arms in the air, and you scream yes, and your body takes over because your body's like, okay, fight or flight, what's going on? Releases all the chemicals, and you storm across the coals. Now, when I say storm, 
I do tell people, don't run. You can walk fast if you want, but do not run because if you trip and you fall on those coals, that's not going to be pleasant. Are they watching the fire coals while they're watching or are you some do. straight ahead? Great question. Some do, some don't. When they're staring down, that's when I tell them to get your eyes up. Don't stare at what you fear. Look to the celebration end. That's where the reward is. The beginner walks, I, I typically lay them out about 15 to 18 feet. It lasts about four seconds. Advanced fire walking, we've done a 100-foot fire walk. We do a graduation. It's called a 108. Basically, we build three lanes that are about 15 feet long. We build a fire in the middle, and then we walk each lane one time, and we walk it 107 times. And then at the end, we stretch it out to 20 feet, and uh, that's the 108 for the final walk. So you're literally fire walking for about an hour, and we do that on the big island of Hawaii. And, you know, people are capable of just about anything. When I do my talks, I put a picture of a guy on the screen behind me. His name is Eric Weyenmeyer, and he's standing on the top of Mount Everest. And I'll ask the people, so who here can tell me where my buddy Eric's standing? And somebody will go, ah, he's on the top of Mount Everest. Great. Here's what else you need to know. That man right there climbed the seven highest mountains on Earth. Put him on a mountain bike, he'll tear it up. Put him in a kayak, he can probably navigate just about any river on Earth. But here's what you need to know about Eric. He's blind. Anything you've told yourself of why you think you can't do something is probably a lie. You know, that's what it does. It creates that self-worth, your self-confidence, your self-belief. That's amazing. Every client's got something going on, right? Typically, there's three types of clients that are going to call me. Number one, the company's breaking down. Things are really bad. Everybody's crashing and arguing. And obviously, the political system that all hit back in March of 2020, mask and vaccines and political and everybody arguing, that tears a company apart. It shreds them. Because if two people aren't getting along and they're on a production line, guess what? Production goes down and every CEO, him or her, knows they better fix it. Because if they don't, then the profitability goes down and the shareholders aren't going to like that. What's the second kind of company that would hire you? second kind of company is things are mediocre. You know, things aren't really good. Things aren't really bad. They're kind of in the middle. They need to break out of that. And then the other is, you know, they're kicking butt. They're rolling. Everything's going along unbelievably, and they want to shift it up and take it up another notch. So it's typically one of those three. Things are completely bottomed out. They're in the middle, or they're at the top of their game. So it's everybody. It's every, yeah, pretty, <laughs> it is. Firewalker, Dave Albin, thanks for being here. Before we go, I'd like to thank the Passage to Profit team, Noah Fleischman, our producer, Alicia Morrissey, our program director. Our podcast can be found tomorrow anywhere you find your podcast. Just look for the Passage to Profit show. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, while the information on this program is believed to be correct, never take a legal step without checking with your legal professional first. Gerhardt Law is here for your patent, trademark, and copyright needs. You can find us at Gerhardt law.com and contact us for a free consultation. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week.